Music by Shiana. Hi, I'm Shiana, host of Who You Callin' Holistic. This is recorded at GOT Sound Studio. Shout out to Neek. And um, again, I know I was tardy for the party last week as well. Apologies for that. And I'm tardy again today because I'm still getting my life together. But it is out today, so you're welcome. I actually, um, it's, it, it's already been an interesting week. But I went and saw 50 Cent on a school night yesterday. So um, I still very much have my wake up voice. You're welcome. Um, I always think I'm supposed to record some sort of meditation or some sort of like transformative guided something whenever my voice sounds like this, but I can never schedule it just right. So one day when that happens, I'll make something happen out of it because I need to clearly um, embark on this lovely voice that I have for these moments and make some money from it. <clears throat> anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, what do I want to talk about today? Okay, trailblazing things. So I have been thinking recently, um, one of the things that you'll hear in the online community is like niching down, you got to niche down, you got to niche down. And like, that word has become, has become the bane of my existence. Like I fucking hate hearing the word niche now, but I get it. I get that like people, the people that you need to get your message to need to know that you're talking to them. So I get that. And then I also think like, well, how many of the people that I'm already talking to are like my very much niche down audience? Um, and then how does that get even slimmer? And how does, how do you really like fine tune that? So I'm navigating that currently. However, what I do know is that uh, I attract a lot of um, I attract a lot of leaders. I attract a lot of trailblazers. I attract a lot of you know the first generation curse breakers, um, new cycle creators. However, you want to phrase that. And uh, I remember one of my friends even saying she sent me a post one day and I loved it. And it was like, um, leaders don't create followers. They create more leaders. And I was like, Hmm, that's nice. That is nice because, you know, I speak often about being a six, two in human design, the role model hermit. And I found it interesting that I have several other role model hermits in my life too. And I was like, that's, you know, that's saying something, but I'm around a bunch of other leaders and, you know, it's also a thought that's crossed my mind is, you know, the leaders that are leaders, did they choose to become leaders? How does that work? And, you know, I think about, I mentioned, you know, in my, in my Beyonce podcast reference, how she's trained for what she's done for so long, but I wouldn't consider her, you know, I don't like to call her queen because a lot of times queens were appointed their position. They didn't necessarily choose that lifestyle. And I will say, you know, Beyonce chose that lifestyle, but she chose that lifestyle with the gifts that she has to share with the world, right? And because she's embodying those gifts so strongly, you know, she's in the position that she's in and sharing her light, sharing her gifts with more and more people. And that's what I'm referencing with the things um, with my niche audience. God, I still hate that word. But that's what I wanted to speak on is basically, you know, I don't know that 
leaders necessarily choose to be the leaders that they, well, okay, no. I'll say they do choose to be it, a leader. However, you know, speaking on my own personal experience with this, like, I wouldn't have necessarily chosen to be a leader, you know, in, in my opinion. Like, it was one of those, and I, I use the reference sometimes, jump or get pushed. And then I'm like, I don't even want to use that reference sometimes, too, because, like, can I just walk? <laughs> can I just choose this other way to get there instead of having to jump for it? But, you know, I even spoke about how we need to cultivate some of our gifts and cultivate the strengths that we already have that we didn't necessarily know about growing up or that our parents didn't have time to help us cultivate because, you know, for me, I know my mom was always working. My dad wasn't present. But um, now as an adult, there's things that, you know, we have to take courses. We have to like really um, enrich our lives with the lifestyle that we choose, which for now, for me, is I'm a leader of something at this point. So it's not that I chose to to take that path necessarily, but I'm here. And it's kind of like, well, you're here and you know, you need to do you need to do the, the right things with it. You need to use it for good. And I've spoken about that before. <clears throat> um my human design very much says I could lead a cult if I want. I have no desire to lead a cult. I don't want followers like that. I want a good supportive community. I want to help a lot of people. And I want to be able to use my gifts to help others and help others help others. So, um, but I even spoke, you know, on the podcast with uh, the We Talk Back Girls that we'll have to redo because, again, it was a good interview. But we were even speaking about, you know, some of the things that, come with like having a podcast or having a platform and the territory that you have with that and some of the things that you have to deal with with that. And some of that is even, you know, like the evolution that takes place with um, growth as a human. And I know that they were on um, The Breakfast Club and that was around the time that the Lizzo incident stuff was happening. And... Um, I'll even say for myself, like, there's a lot of things that I see happen on the news with celebrities, with whatever. And whenever people ask my opinion on it, I'm like, it's, it's like, it's not for me to speak on. It's not like there's never enough information. I'm never going to know the information. I'm never going to know both sides. So a lot of times I just, I'm like, I can't speak on that. I don't know. I don't know enough. <clears throat> and I remember I had a, um, I was in an Uber one day, oh God, I need a whole, I need a whole like category for like Uber Chronicles with some of these stories. But let me tell you about this one. So for those who don't know, there is Uber Pet that exists, which is convenient. And I was taking Lennox to the groomer with Uber Pet. Let me paint the, the this image of this kind of individual. So I feel like his name was like Eric or what, that feels right. And um, Eric picks us up and you know, I got this fancy poodle and you also know that everybody tells me the things, even though sometimes I don't like them too, even though I could do so much better without the information that they share. 
people tell me things. Thank you, I guess. Um, let me not say I guess. I am grateful that people feel safe to share things with me. However, a lot of it is unwarranted and unwelcomed <laughs> at times. But so we get in the car and Eric is a white, heavy set man. I don't think he had a buzz cut, but he could have, you know, if we're painting a picture just to give you an idea of what this individual is like, right? He's explaining to me that he used to be in the military. Um, he also used to be a police officer. And I remember I had had some greenery that morning too. And I was thinking, oh God, he probably smells the greenery on me and this is why he's pointing it out. But I'm like, oh, well, you know, he, he can kick me out the car if, if he wants to at this point, it's fine. So we're not even out of my neighborhood yet. And he's already spilling all of the tea to me that I could have gone without hearing. And he tells me that he's got two dogs and, um, they're like, one of them's got health problems, so they've been spending all of this money on vet bills. It's been having nosebleeds. And because of this, this other dog is upset with it. So both dogs are peeing all over the house. And I'm just thinking, oh, God, like, I don't even know what that house smells like. I don't even want to know, but I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm already, I already want to, like, shave the nose hairs that I have up there because I already feel like I can smell this image that he's painted. And um, then he's like, yeah, so they're peeing all over the house and this one's upset and this one's upset. So, you know, I just pee on the dog. And I was like, oh my God, who does this? Lock him up. Please lock this man up. Who do I even report this to? So it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't stop there in case you thought that that was the end. It doesn't stop there. Um, we drop off Lennox and then we're heading back and then he decides to, okay, also on, on the way there, he's also pointing out, um, cause the Uber directions are doing things are wonky. And he's like, I think China's messing with our GPS. And I was like, oh yeah. Um, this is in the morning too. For those who know, I'm not necessarily the best morning person. I am a night owl. I thrive in the evenings. Um, I even mentioned like I'm recording this in the morning and it's, um, I can function, I can do the things that are required, but if I don't have to speak, then I don't wanna speak, you know? So I'm already like, please please just don't even talk to me, but here we are. So we're heading back and he wants to talk about um, uh, President Biden. Again, this is like nine o'clock in the morning, <clears throat> not in the mood for it, especially not in the mood for it from this individual. Cause I already know, <laughs> I already know his opinions on a lot of things without him even saying anything, right? And then he mentions um, Hunter Biden with prostitutes and drugs. And I was like, like why, why are we discussing this? And then I guess because he saw my complexion, um, he thought that he could speak on some other things, which he shouldn't have. But um, he had said something like, you know, he was mentioning Hunter Biden shenanigans and stuff. And I was just like, you know, and this is what I was mentioning with the Lizzo stuff too, because this is my opinion on a lot of things. And I want you to understand this from me because this is, I feel like one of those that I will just stand by forever with the things. But um, I said to him, I was like, you know, at the end of the day, you could say Biden, Hunter Biden, whoever. They, I can give you some more lists of names if you would like. But at the end of the day, these people are people. 
these people are humans. Humans make mistakes and mistakes will be made. Mistakes happen. And, you know, what ends up happening is people get jobs. People have careers and they're still making human mistakes. And, you know, in politics, we see it all the time in politics, but we see it in several careers. Mistakes are made because people are human. And it doesn't necessarily excuse the behavior all the time, but it's one of those, you know, I'm not necessarily, well, with the exception of R. Kelly, I'm not for the cancel culture because mistakes happen and people, my phone almost fell, people evolve and, you know, people are allowed to grow. People are allowed to change their minds. People are allowed to even say, you know, I'm off that. That's not the energy that I'm putting out or that's not what I'm doing anymore. And that's what we had even spoken about with the We Talk Back girls because as their um, podcast grows and even as my podcast grows, it's almost challenging to be in these positions that, yes, we chose to be in. But, you know, I even mentioned with the last new moon, one of the things I requested was to expand my territory and to, you know, have my message shared and have more visibility with more people. I requested those things. And in saying that, like I notice whenever I see celebrities, you know, when Kanye, well, Kanye's still going through things, I'm pretty sure. But as he was going through one of those things he was going through at some point, everybody was like, where are his friends? Where are his friends? And I remember just thinking, like, because I'm taking notes of these are the things that I look at around other people, how they're moving to take note on, because everybody's a, a student and everybody's a teacher, right? And these are things that I look at to say, okay, what, what went left here? Where could they have had more support or what was missing there? And a lot of times it is support, <clears throat> And I often just think, you know, a lot of these people get this huge amount of fame that they don't know what to do with because they didn't necessarily ask for it. They're just really, really good at what they do. And then how do they, how do they protect themselves with that? Or how do they, you know, move when everybody's watching them? And some of that I was even thinking is very much your support circle. So I am so grateful for the support that I have. I'm so grateful for the support that you guys give me as well. And I was just thinking like, there's so many people, you know, outside of celebrities, outside of, I don't even want to say politicians, but there's some humans. There's so many people that don't have that support that they need to move how they want to move or to evolve how they could and I think that that's a really, really big factor in people's growth, in people's light. And without support, you know, if you even think of the anatomy of people, without a spine, you know, you can't move. You can't stand. You can't be the person that you're used to being. And even whenever I've done body work, outside of body work, I even learned you know, because I, I like to tie in the mental and the physical and back pain oftentimes is associated with depression and back pain. <clears throat> the emotion behind that is lack of support. And 
I just think about, you know, how many we could say Americans. And I did just finish that painkiller series on um, Netflix. Do check that out. Very interesting. And I just think, you know, how many Americans walk around with back, back pain all the time? And how many of them can say that they have the support that they need? And I think about, you know, I'm grateful that, and I wonder if some of this is because I'm a, I'm a body worker myself, so I'm very much tuned into my own body and what I need to do to make adjustments if something's off, but I don't have back pain. So when I do have back pain, I, the first thing is, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, what does my support system look like right now? Or am I not feeling as supported as I could be? Um, And then after that, I'm like, hmm, do I have a client scheduled today that has back pain? Or like, who does this belong to? Because it's not mine, because I don't get back pain. But those are just things to think about, you know, like what does your support system look like? What does that circle look like? And I remember seeing a post a while back. I should have like written it down because I don't remember it verbatim. But it was just about uh, the certain people that you should have in your life. And I remember thinking, oh, this is very, very fitting. And I could see that a lot of these people that make it big in whatever capacity, they don't have these people in their lives. So I'm going to recommend some people that you should have in your lives. I remember um, one of them was like a mystic, which, hey, you're welcome. I'm right here. Um, Another one that I would highly recommend is an herbalist. Um, Let me get back to mystic, because mystic can be a lot of things. Mystic can be, you know, for me, personally speaking, I am very much in tune with how to alchemize things. And I feel like that's an important piece of being a mystic, but also I'm very much attuned to understanding the balance of the material and physical world. And it's very much what my, my work speaks on already, right? Because I, I noticed that my clients' physical ailments were being caused by their emotional um, issues. So when I learned to balance that out, it was very much like balancing the, the unseen and making it tangible and readdressing that or unblocking what was blocked to make room for, you know, the, the good shit. So a mystic could also be a psychic. A mystic could also be... Um, uh, I used to have a coworker who had a sister that was able to help um, burn victims. She used her hands for healing. And I've heard these stories more than once. You could even label that as a mystic. Um, those people who have, you know, these prophetic visions and dreams, that kind of thing, also mystic. And I have a lot of those people in my life. So I'm, I'm here for it. It gets scary sometimes because... They give you messages and you're like, "Ah, I don't want to hear that right now. And it's kind of like proceed with caution or heads up, just just so you know, to look out for this. And it's like, and then it's also like how much of that can be changed and how much of that is set in stone? Because, you know, all we have is the present. So these things can change in a second, you know, and I even tell people if you're having a bad morning, that doesn't mean the rest of the day is going to be bad. The next minute can be better. The next hour can be even better than that. And learning the alchemy and learning how to make those moves as a mystic is an essential 
piece in, in this lifestyle. So you want a mystic, you want an herbalist, especially, and I haven't even watched because I feel like it's one of those ignorance is bliss moments. I haven't watched that show Poisoned yet on Netflix about the food because I already watched They Clone Tyrone. We already know that they're not doing the right things with our food. We already know. And like, how much more do I want to know, you know? And so having an herbalist in your life is really, really good because a lot of times we're already moving, you know, without the, in, uh, the nutrients that we need in our lives. And having an herbalist person in your life is really great because they can speak on the herbs that you can have, but they can also speak on like the energy that those herbs have. And, you know, even my, my holisticrat drink that uh, my friend helped me create, uh, there's sage and mint in there. And, you know, Thursdays are for expansion and mint is for expansion. So I was like, oh, I definitely need to have mint in there because that, that makes sense. But knowing, you know, there's so many other herbs and plants around that are great for so many other things to work with. And you already know that these things aren't FDA approved, which doesn't mean shit, as you know, but to have somebody know and understand those elements and how to incorporate them in your life is key. I'm letting you know now. So if you don't have an herbalist person, find one. I can get you one. Brooke, who knows the things? Shout out to Brooke, who knows the things. She's helped me with a lot of shit. I love her. And, um, but there's other people out there. There's several. You just got to find somebody that you mesh with, right? The other person I would highly encourage to have in your life, if you are not already this person yourself, and let me throw that out there too. If you don't have these people in your life, get them. If you don't want to get them, you can become this person, okay? And the other one is an astrologer. You need one of those people. It might even not be somebody that like you personally know, but invest in one. Because knowing how things around you are taking place in the cosmos helps make things so much easier to navigate and makes things make more sense to you. I know I've shared a lot of... Um, you know, insight from the apps that I've used with astrology, co-star pattern. My new favorite one, by the way, is the Chani app. C-H-A-N-I, big fan of that. Even the aesthetic is very much Shiana. There's there's mushrooms on it. There's rainbows and unicorns and shit. It's, it's very much the vibe I enjoy. Um, I do know that she was like offering a 30-day a trial with Venus retrograde things, which fuckery afoot with that. And um, so if you're not already like, invested in one of those other apps, check it out. Cause I start my Mondays, you know, my Mondays are for me. And I mentioned before that my Mondays are good for me to kind of fill myself up with this information on what's taking place in the week. So I typically listen to Chani's podcast and, um, find out what the fuck the planets are doing for the week ahead. Um, sometimes I'll listen or watch Tatiana Taro. I'm a big fan of her on YouTube. She'll do uh, a tarot pool for the week. And she's a Virgo. And I just, you know, I love my earth cousins, Virgo, Taurus, and Capricorn people. I love y'all. And I, Tatiana Tarot is one of those people and Channy Nicholas. They're those people that like, I, be, I don't want to say I believe everything you say, but like, I believe everything you have to say, you know, like I trust you. And that's saying a lot for people in this, in this industry. 
but you need at least those three people. I could say numerologists and stuff, but we could put that under the umbrella of mystic. But get you a, a mystic, get you an herbalist, and get you an astrologer. Bonus points if you have a physician in your life too. Bonus points. I, I got some of them in my life, and I'm, a, I'm grateful for that too because it's also, you know, I've spoken before, like a lot of what I do does not make logical sense, and some of it is like, Shiana, what the fuck? then even when I can talk to a physician about it and they can see both sides, they don't necessarily label me as crazy. And that's nice. And they can also say, you know, yeah, you have this information with this, but also this is what actually is happening, you know, so I can speak on it energetically, even the way I address um, body issues or body concerns or energetic blockages is very much a different way of looking at things than a physician does so get like gaining their insight is really interesting to observe with that information that I have. Cause it's like, I feel this, or, you know, what does this mean? What are they actually going through? And also it's good to have somebody like that because when people ask me questions about, you know, psilocybin and cannabis things, I can say, Hey, physician, what do you think about this? What are your thoughts? And it's, it's just good to have that. But also a lot of them weren't trained in, in, well, they definitely weren't trained in the metaphysics, but a lot of them weren't trained in nutrition or getting to the root of the things. So it's also interesting and nice to just kind of have that, that feedback and that back and forth with, you know, this is how, this is my take on it. And like, what were you taught and what does that look like on your end? So it's good to have those people in your life. I know I said bonus for the physician, but I'm not even talking about like your primary care physician. You need a physician friend. You just do just like you need some other friend. This is, you know, Capricorn me very much likes a network. And I hate, <laughs> I hate that um, there's like a different mantra for each Zodiac sign I'm saying I hate, but you'll see why I hate it. I get it. But anyway, Capricorns is I use, okay? And a friend before said something to me like, you know, I would think that everybody in your life, you know, you they're useful for something or whatever. Like your network, they can do something for you or something like that. And I was like, well, shouldn't everybody in your life? Like, shouldn't shouldn't everybody come with something, you know? Like, what kind of network are you building if people don't have something to bring to the table, right? I, I want all of my friends to have something to offer, just like I want to have something to offer them. I hope that's how you're moving. Um, I hope you don't have just people that are just there and not providing things for you. But anyway, so those are the people you need in your life for these things, especially um, if you are somebody like me who has asked to expand, expand your territory is working on ways of, it's still Leo season two, working on ways of shining even brighter. Um, these people are going to be in that support group and are going to help protect you and are going to help uh, move you forward as you shine brighter and brighter. And also remember, as your light does shine brighter, you know, there's negative energy that will feed into that sometimes that you have to shine even brighter from, right? And that's weird to navigate too, because 
you know, just like, and I, this is me plugging that 10X rule book again, even though Grant Cardone has had some shenanigans happen in his life. I was like, ah, I know we don't always, always like the messenger, but like, please listen to that message that he has to share. And a lot of that, and even my human design coach spoke on that. If we're not expanding, we're contracting. And I know, especially when the algorithm is algorithming and you're just trying to share your services or share a message and you're like, gosh, nobody's hearing it. Nobody's seeing it. It makes you want to contract a little bit. And, you know, those are the times that we have to expand more. Those are the times that we have to shine brighter. And that's, it's, I don't want to say it's icky to navigate. It doesn't feel great as you're doing it, but then it makes sense as you expand more and more, like why you had to expand more in that, in that moment. Um, so yeah, get those people in your life, shine as bright as you can and continue to alchemize those energies. Understand that like, you know, people will evolve and mistakes will be made and that we all are human and that's fine. I know, I, again, I like to say I'm superhuman because y'all know, y'all know, but I am still like on this earth playing human for now in this meat suit, right? Um, another thing is, you know, and this is one of those things I get nervous about all the time. And I know like y'all hear me on the podcast or I'll share my in information or opinion on my Instagram things and stuff, but a lot of what I share is very much lighthearted, optimistic stuff. And, you know, people might think like, oh, well, she's always love and light and stuff. And yet I am. I'm so much of that. You know, my position here is to be that, is to be very optimistic, is to uh, help you navigate changing how you speak about yourself and how you speak to make things happen because we need that optimism and positivity to correct what we've been taught, right? But also, um, you know, I share with you guys, my Mercury is in Sagittarius. So I, I love that post that's like, I'm a little bit of love and light, or I'm a lot of love and light and a little bit of go fuck yourself. And, you know, these people in these platforms, social media, airwaves, wherever, like, People are going to offend some. It's going to happen. And I know that might be weird, like, for me to have this podcast on positivity and stuff. And some of the guests that I have <clears throat> may offend some, and I, I may offend some. And, like, that's just part of it. And I've never, and I've even said this before, like, I've never, my goal isn't to ever, like, maliciously hurt people with what I say. And even when I spoke before, when I had um, Patrick on here, and it was a moment that uh, I used to say, because it was my godmother's, let me not throw her under the bus. This was like forever ago when Jerry Springer was on and stuff. And she said that the, the big people always wore purple. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And then that was a, it was a thing in my head all the time, right? And even like sharing that, I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to offend anybody when I say this. And it's like, so much of me has changed over the years that when I speak about the things that have happened, I feel weird saying it, but it's also like, well, you know, that's not who you are anymore. And like that happened. And, 
you've changed your mind about that or you've like learned from that experience, those kinds of things. But it's, you know, when you're in a public place or you're a public uh, or a public figure, you know, it's we, it's different navigating that because people's eyes are on you as you're navigating it. And it's like, how do I share my opinion on this when that's not me anymore? Or, you know, I did that already and I've changed from that or whatever. And that's why I said, like, I could tell that some of those celebrities didn't have the support that they did because their support system would be helping them navigate those moments instead of them doing it on their own. So, um, yeah. I always, even like, when I think about when I think about the Shiana on the stages, you know, at some point, and being in stadiums and you know whatever that looks like, I don't know if I'm if I'm doing a TED talk yet. I haven't written that part down, or if I'm doing like a live podcast episode and I'm on the stage sharing the things. Like, it's gonna happen, you know. These those things might change too. Like my opinion on things might change after that, but I have to keep shining brighter and brighter. And these other trailblazers that are paying attention also need to do the same. Um, but then with that said, and I, I posted about this with the, uh, the writing shit down is limiting access to people who no longer need to have access to you. And I don't know what that looks like for these huge celebrities because you know we all we all know Beyonce has a finsta she has a fake instagram somehow some way but for those people that are always like you know she's a demon and she's like putting demon music out that's you know hypnotizing people or whatever and she even put it in her song you know people are corny with the illuminati mess whatever but like i get why why she doesn't want to address a lot of it because it gets ridiculous and repetitive at some point. And I can see even why she doesn't want to do interviews a lot. I get it because it's like, let me just, let me just share my shit. Let me just share my gift with y'all and let me do that. Let me, let me just do my job. The other stuff isn't necessary. It's not required. I don't have to dabble in that. Like why even do that? And I get, you know, that's limiting access. That's how she wants to move. And I, I completely understand it and I support it. Um, but I know I spoke of the people in your life. This is me jumping all over the place. I have my notes and stuff, but again, we are working with, um, some limited sleep and we're making it through them. But I wanted to give you some of the, th the things that I've done for my own protection things, because, you know, again, if you are a trailblazer in this earth reincarnation right now, Maybe you're already doing some of these things, but if not, you can add them to your practice. Um, somebody reached out to me the other day and she had a Blue Jay message. And, you know, I love my spirit animal book with the messages. And the Blue Jay message was basically asking her to deepen her spiritual practice. And I was like, well, what does that look like for you right now? She was like, you know, I, I say my prayers to God. I sage from time to time. And I was like, OK, yeah, you need to do more than that. And she was like, well, what does that look like? And I remember I had the hardest time, for whatever reason, uh, creating an altar. I don't know why. I was like, do I need one of those? It, I don't know. I guess maybe it wasn't something that I saw in my family. And it felt 
weird, you know? I was like, oh, am I one of those people or something? But now I have an altar. And I even reached out to this woman who does Chinese metaphysics. And we were talking, she can tell you the different feng shui things in your home. In the place I had my altar, she was like, actually, based on your home's whatever, you should move your altar in this location because it's better represented there or something like that. So now I have my feng shui altar in my home and I very much have the elements on there. Um, earth, air, fire, and water elements. I have my book of Psalms on there. I put candles on there from time to time. I've even shared before, you know, even if you don't know where to start with a practice or you don't know necessarily how you want to pray or how you want to have this conversation with God or your guides or your ancestors, start with a glass of water and a candle and a prayer. And, you know, those go a long way. So even if you're not all the way ready for an altar, you can at least dabble in a candle and a prayer. You can do that. And um, so, yeah, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are being asked to deepen their spiritual practice. They're being asked to navigate that world more than the the physical because you know we see the the fuckery afoot all the time in the real world we get it but there's so much happening in the unseen that we can work with and that we can help manipulate with positive things that it helps the fuckery afoot disperse a little better right and so create an altar if you haven't already um I know for me, I did that. I used to have tarot cards, like pandemic time, I was trying all the things out to see what I liked. And tarot cards weren't for me. I was even like, let me learn them, let me take a class on them. And I was like, I have no interest in these. <laughs> and there's sometimes that Brooke, who knows the things, will share something with me. And she was like, yeah, yeah, and this card. And I'm like, Brooke, you need, I need a translation for that. I don't know what that means. And it's like my brain, it's one of those like does not compute. I have no interest in learning it. But then I came across when I was cleaning my altar last week, this Oracle deck that I have. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this deck. Why have I not been using it? And so I've been getting back into the practice with that. But that one resonates more with me. The tarot cards, I don't mind somebody else reading tarot cards to me. That's cool. They're also, you know, translating it all. So I like that. But Oracle cards, that's my jam. So maybe it's like finding what works for you for that. Um, maybe it's affirmation cards, maybe it's oracle cards, maybe it is, I don't know, there's, I can make a whole list here, but yeah, find something that works for you to deepen your spiritual practice. I also, you know, I call in peace and protection every day, and that's something that we also need to do. I know I already spoke on strengthening your immune system recently, which I'm nudging you again to strengthen your immune system, but when there are negative or invasive energies your immune system's compromised, yes. That's why I also said strengthen your immune system. But doing these things in the spiritual world and doing this spiritual work for yourself also can help strengthen and protect you from those invasive energies. Um, another thing, which shout out to the herbalists out there, that's why I said you need one of these in your life, is to have garlic around you. Um, garlic is good for repelling negative energy. And I... You know, we laugh at like the vampires being warded off with vamp uh, with with garlic. So I get that. Um, 
But yeah, garlic, even if you're just putting it in your food and setting an intention to repel negative energy, include more garlic, more garlic. Um, there is also blackberries are good for invasive energy. Um, I actually had, I don't know if you guys, or if anybody listening has those like charcoal tablets, you can get them at metaphysical stores. You can order them online. And I remember somebody was like, Oh my God, thank you for showing like what to do with those. If you're not, (laughs) if you're not familiar with them for spiritual work, you're definitely familiar with them with, um, hookah. So, you know, somebody who has one, but you can put herbs on those. You can even put, you know, um, oils and stuff like that on those to burn them and clear the energy in the room. So I know for me, I did um, blackberries, blackberry seeds and yarrow recently um, to clear any negative energy that was circulating. And I've used those charcoal tablets with other herbs before, lavender, um, what else? Different, there's all kinds of blends that people make sometimes that you can just put on these charcoal tabs. I have some sort of device that I got on Amazon that like holds the charcoal tabs. Um, so you can add some sort of incense vibe if you want or whatever other herbs you're using for it. So I love those. Um, highly recommend using those. Also salt. Salt is good for uh, repelling negative energy too. But if you're using salt, you want to use salt to kind of seal it in at the end. And I've even told and suggested people taking a shower and cleansing them with Epsom salt to rid off negative energy, um, because that's another one that's good for helping with releasing negative energy or clearing it off of you is a good salt bath or just a good spiritual bath in general. And you can order those online. I know, I wonder if my friend Zakia is still doing those. I'll have to ask her. She had, that's who came on here talking about who do root work in Jesus. She was doing spiritual baths. So this isn't anything new I've, I've talked about already. Or this, yeah, I've already talked about these things. These are just reminders. Um, fall is coming up too. And these are just, these are tools that you need to have in your, in your little toolkit just in case. And so, yeah, get you a spiritual bath if you can't get, or if you can't create your own, you know, don't underestimate the power of cleansing with salt. It's a really good one. And another thing that uh, I'm referencing Beyonce again, I don't know how long I'm gonna do that, but you know, we're here now. But one of the things that uh, me and Brooke were discussing that I even picked up on, because I kind of mentioned some of the costume things that she was doing or the lighting and stuff that she chose. But if you notice, she wears like a lot of reflective things, right? And, you know, for women or whoever's listening, if you want to wear some makeup, you can add some little, some sparkles, some razzle dazzle, something that shines on you because it's, it's repelling that negativity and, you know, amplifying that sparkle that you want to share, right? So wear some sparkly things if you can to protect you and to help you shine your light. And uh, that we could consider that glamour magic a little bit. But, you know, I, I have these people in my life that share these things. I study these things. I, um, I actually embody and integrate these things because they do work. And I will even share, you know, if you are somebody who on the physical world is not seeing results with something that you're working on, you know, do not underestimate the power 
of working with the spiritual world to make that shit happen. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. And that's something that I am so grateful for learning and understanding that alchemy because it's, it's those times that, you know, we ignore our spiritual practices or our talks with God. And then you're like, oh my gosh, why isn't anything going right? Or why do I feel stuck in this energy? You got to go back to those practices. You got to go back to working with the spiritual elements to make the shit happen in the physical. Do not underestimate that power and do not underestimate your power to make that shit happen. Other than that, you know, we could go on and on about some other things, but I'll have Brooke, who knows the things, come on here again at some point. And I laughed because the last time she was on here, we spoke about protection then. And I was like, well, it's probably time to amp that up again. So I'll have her come and chat with us again soon, share some of the things that she knows. And yeah, some reminders. If you haven't already subscribed to my Patreon, you can do that. That support means the world to me and can help me do many more things moving forward. Um, always check the show notes for things for my classes. I do have a class coming up this weekend, but I'll, I'll have more classes again in the future. I'll be teaching more Reiki classes. I'll be teaching more classes on the shit that you should know or the shit that you do know, but you're just not doing probably. That's usually what I'm teaching. And, um, yeah, just look out for those things. They're happening. They're brewing. There's always something brewing that I'm working on. I'm always working on something that I can think or something that I think can be helpful and useful for you guys because without that, like, what am I here for? <laughs> to exist? Yes, I would love to just get paid to exist. But again, I want to bring something to the table, right? I want to be able to help people out. And the more you guys give me feedback with those things, the more I know what I need to do to help. So I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate your support. And again, thanks for rocking with me. I appreciate you. Make sure you tune in next week. I'm here every Thursday. Thursdays are for expansion. And remember to meditate and hydrate. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on Shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H. 